Welcome back to another episode of On a Hero. I'm your host today, Melly Mel. If you're new to On a Hero, welcome. We talk about everything nerd culture, from comic books to superhero films, TV shows, cartoons, horror, anime, anything you might find at a Comic-Con. We're probably going to talk about it. Today's a special comic class episode where we talk strictly about comics. We're just talking comics. Um, just, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, the, the comic book stories, they're a lot better than what the fuck is going on in, uh, TV and film anyway. So that's why we talk about it. I think it's fucking great. Maybe you'll learn something. Hopefully you pick up a comic, uh, today, the, uh, comic books that I'll be going over, uh, are, um, the doomsday annual special that came out, I think a week ago, I'll talk about, um, Wolverine and Ghost Rider, their limited series that's going on right now. I'll talk a little bit about what's going on with um, Amazing Spider-Man and um, the uh, Ultimate Invasion story. I'll start with the uh, the Ultimate Invasion story. Um, so far, I'm liking everything. I'm liking everything that's happening. Uh, I read issues two and three. So if you don't know what happened in issue one, you probably want to go back a comic class episode. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying everything that that I'm reading. Um, essentially, what's happening right now? This is going to be a spoiler filled episode. Um, we're in Earth sixteen, I think sixteen, sixteen ten, Earth sixteen ten, which is the Ultimate Comics universe, and this is a brand new universe. Um, go back to the other side if you if you want to hear what's going on. But this is essentially the Ultimate Comics universe. Okay. The maker, he kind of the maker, aka Evil Reed Richards. He comes from the Ultimate Comics universe. He's warped this universe uh, by going back in time and uh, really uh, messing things up. Essentially, fucking with the history of Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four and Captain America. Uh, so, in the second issue, we find out that he's completely changed everything. I mean, Peter Parker's—he's not Spider-Man because. The maker, he prevented Parker from getting bitten by the radioactive spider. Um, the maker also fucked up um, the Fantastic Four a little bit. Appar- apparently, Susan Storm's dead, as well as Johnny Storm. Ben Grimm, I believe he's dead too. Um, and uh, Mr. Fantastic is under control. There's this panel. At the beginning of the comic, and it kind of show it kind of tells you what's going on with each each character. Like um, they say that the Hulk is controlled. Um, Thor he doesn't run Asgard. Loki does. So he really fucked things up. And in this in this universe where we are right now, Tony Stark's dad is Iron Man, and he shares the company with um, uh, Stain, o- Obadiah Stain, I believe. He was played, uh, he was the bad guy in the first Iron Man movie. So Howard Stark is Iron Man. War Machine is Obadiah. Uh, and Tony Stark, he's young. They go to a dinner party. And this, uh, well, not a dinner party, kind of like a United Nations get together. And here we see uh, Omega Red, like Russia, Team Russia comes and it, it consists of uh, Omega Red, Colossus, Colossus's sister, Ileana, aka Magic, 
we see Japan come through, and that consists of Sunfire, Silver Samurai, um, a bunch of monks. Uh, they come through, and one of them being the Hulk. That's uh, it, the Hulk is completely contained. He's not going ape shit. He's like a peaceful Hulk in uh, in this universe. So they're meeting like it, it's a whole meeting, a United Nations type meeting at this citadel type place where the maker lives. And as the maker comes out of this large building where they're all congregating, a wormhole, a wormhole opens up in the sky and a bunch of Captain Americas, a bunch of wasps, um, a bunch of white visions. They emerge from the sky, a bunch of um, Ant-Man's yellow jackets. They emerge from the sky and uh, the maker saw this coming a long time ago. He like smiles. He's like, they're they're on their way. The wormhole opens up. They attack the Citadel. Everyone throws down. The Hulk's people, um, Sunfire, Omega Red, um, uh, Colossus. Everyone throws down. And during the during the battle, uh, Obadiah dies. War Machine. He dies. And. Iron Man, a.k.a. Howard Stark, he can't fight. He's knocked out during that battle, and he wakes up to the maker, and he's like, we we got all these guys. Howard Stark is like, who the fuck are these guys? Like, what the hell is going on? And the maker's like, I saw this coming. Unfortunately, this isn't the first time that they attacked. And the maker takes off his mask, and half his fucking face is gone. Whoa, how are you walking? Like, half your fucking face is gone. Half his face, they, they attacked him. He didn't see it coming. And uh, apparently they're from the future. So the maker explains that, uh, yeah, they uh, they come from the future. Someone built the machine for them to, to get over here. And that person that built the machine was you, Howard Stark. And I need you on my team. This can't happen. We have a perfect society right now, and it's going to fuck everything up. Um. Also... The maker reveals that he captured all those people that attacked. And uh, he's like, because they're from the future, we can track who becomes these super soldiers from the future. And we found all of them. He brings in a group of people. These are all the people that are going to betray us. So I'm going to fuck them up. And he uh, he kills them. He has like his army and they all they shoot all these people right in front of Howard Stark. Howard Stark's like, what the fuck is going on? So the. um. Since the maker is like missing half of his face, his memory's kind of fucked up. And uh it's just like a little thing that they included. I think um the payoff is gonna happen like later on in the comic books. But uh his memory's a little hazy. Howard Stark is like, okay, they're from the future. How come they don't go back and kill you? And the maker's like, because I'm not from this universe. The maker's from the ultimate universe, and yes, this is the ultimate universe. But I explained this in the last podcast when I was talking about Ultimate Invasion. After Secret Wars with the Doom, uh, with um, Doctor Doom, after Secret Wars number two, completely new universes were made. So Earth sixteen ten, yes, that's the Ultimate Universe, but it's not the same. It's not the same Ultimate Universe that the Maker comes from. If that makes any sense, he wasn't born there. Like, New Earths were born, if that makes sense. So they couldn't go back in time and kill them. So the uh, these um, 
these refugees, the, uh, these uh, revolutionaries, they're trying to kill the maker. So the maker enlists Howard Stark and he's like, I need your help. Take these guys down. In issue number three, we learned that um, it, this perfect society, it, it, this one's like really interesting, I thought. In this perfect society, literally everything is uh, is manufactured. The wars, um, the conflicts between nations, it's all manufactured to distract the people from what from what's really going on with the higher powers. And this is revealed when, um, you know, Howard Stark is uh, congregating with the rest of the teams. And he's like, why the fuck is Rush over here? Like, there are enemies. And uh, I think it was like Britain. They were like, oh, you didn't know? Like, yeah, it's it's their turn to be the enemy. And Howard's like, what do you mean it's their turn? And they explain like, yeah, dude, everyone takes a turn. China's going to be a bad guy soon. Japan's going to be a bad guy. Actually, up next is America. You guys are going to be the bad guys. So they they fabricate these like crazy world events, which is which is very wild and all done by the maker to distract the regular people from what's really happening. Um, I found that really interesting. Just so he can monitor everything that's happening in this universe. That's why the maker does this. And at the very end of the book, Howard Stark, you know, he agrees to help the maker. At the very end of the book, it's revealed that his partner in creating this machine to stop this uh, revolution, his partner in creating the machine is Mr. Fantastic, is Reed Richards of that universe. But in that universe, he's Dr. Doom. He's wearing a mask, which was really, really cool. So, in this Ultimate Comics universe, the Reed Richards of this universe, he's Dr. Doom. Uh, and again, I know this is, might be a little bit confusing, but the Maker comes from the Ultimate Universe, but from a different Ultimate Universe. He comes from 1610, but the 1610 pre-Secret Wars. I think that's the best way to say it. Um, This comic is absolutely fascinating. It's so much fun. Uh, just seeing like characters that we recognize like in this light. Cannot wait for the next issue. Um, I read the Doomsday Annual, which was really interesting. Um, do I wish that Superman was in the book? Yeah, he's not in the book. I mean, he talks to uh, Supergirl, but for the most part, he's not the one battling Doomsday. In this, uh, in in this book, um, we see Clark Kent talking to. Uh, Kara, his cousin, Supergirl, and she said that she has like she had a she had a nightmare about Doomsday returning, and we all know that he's in hell. She goes outside and meets Martian Manhunter, and Martian Manhunter was like, "I had that premonition, and I put that in your mind. I didn't want to give that to Kal El because if I, if I gave that to Kal El, he would freak out. Because for for anyone that doesn't know, um, Doomsday killed Superman, so Superman feels a certain way. Supergirl's like, "Why'd you send that to me?" And Martian Manhunter's like, because we need to stop this. Whatever the whatever whatever the fuck this is, we gotta stop it. And I don't want to tell Kal El. As they're having this discussion, they're transported into hell where Doomsday is, and they meet the devil. And the devil is like, I need you guys to stop Doomsday because everyone here, they all believe that he's better than me. They all believe that 
you know, uh, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He can walk out of this gate. And I and I don't need them believing that because no one walks out of this gate but through me. And I don't want anyone getting the wrong ideas, essentially. So Martian Manhunter, that was an interesting scene. Martian Manhunter is like, well, why don't you stop him? Like, you got the armor. Why don't you stop this guy? And then the devil's like, yes, I have the armor to, to defeat him. But if I put on this armor, that's essentially a warning sign to the other guy. And you guys and you guys don't want what's going to happen if I put on this armor. AKA saying, if I put this armor on, then there's going to be a battle between hell and heaven. I thought that little, I thought that little uh, religious Easter egg, I thought that was kind of cool. But uh, Supergirl, she dons the um, she dons uh, the devil's armor. Uh, she fights Doomsday. Martian Manhunter essentially convinces everyone in hell. Like he's like, I know you guys believe that Doomsday can walk out of this gate, and you guys really think that he's the shit. But I need you guys to hope that he doesn't walk out of here. I need you guys to hope that he does not walk out of here. Because I know there's people up in up on Earth that you care about. And if he gets up out of here, he's going to kill all those people. So they band together uh, and they stop Doomsday. All the people in hell, they they basically like make a block for the door. And um, yeah, good guys win. I, I, I thought it was interesting. Would I like to see Superman like don like, you know, armor from heaven? That would have been kind of cool. But uh, yeah, fine book. Art was nice. Kind of looked like David Finch a little bit. But uh, yeah, good book. Um, what's going on with uh, Wolverine Ghost Rider? Uh, I don't know if I talked about this book already. I probably did. But essentially, um, Wolverine and Ghost Rider, they enter the Weapon, the Weapon X Hellfire program facility. This new guy, he's trying to create a new Weapon X, but like the Ghost Rider version and using this kid who has a demon inside of him uh, to do that. So he's partnered with this dude that has a demon inside of him that Ghost Rider and Wolverine have faced in the past. And they capture Wolverine and Ghost Rider when they get there. They put Wolverine inside this contraption linked to this kid that has a demon in him and they transfer the demon into Wolverine and then emerges Helverine. Okay, sure. A little corny, but uh, kind of cool. Uh, essentially, the Wolverine uh, version of uh, Ghost Rider. Pretty cool. Um, it's a fun book. If you like Wolverine and you like Ghost Rider, you like cool shit like this, I, I fucking love the book. Having a good time. Last but not least, I'll recommend um, reading Spider-Man right now. So the last time I talked about Spider-Man, Craven, uh, the Manhunter, he stabs Spider-Man with this spear that has the evil spirit of Norman Osborn, just pure evil. So he stabbed Peter Parker with it. So now Peter Parker is pure evil. And the book is very cool. It's very creepy, this new issue. I'm talking about issue... La, 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 la. What is this? Issue 33. We just kind of hear the thoughts of Peter saying like, I got to put this fucking guy down. He buried me alive. He buried me alive, this fucking guy. Why do I always hold back on these assholes? He like 
throws away his like original Spider-Man outfit. And my man Peter is back in black. He's rocking that black symbiote suit. Fucking badass. And he stalks Craven the Manhunter the entire issue. He creeps up on Craven in his own fucking house as Craven is like readying his weapons, preparing for Spider Man. Spider Man's already fucking there, which makes so much sense making Spidey the Predator. It looks so fucking cool. He like beats the shit out of Craven, draws him out of his house, beats him up in the woods. Craven goes running into the sewers. Um, oh, at one point, Spidey injects Craven with something. And when Craven runs to the sewers, Spider-Man's like, okay, it's gonna kick into effect now. And Craven's like, what's gonna kick into effect? And Spider-Man's good, and Spider-Man was like, the pheromones that I fucking injected you with, and a bunch of these like He's like half bat, half zombies looking like monsters emerge from the sewers and all attack Craven and fuck him up. And Spider-Man's like, nah, I'm not done with this guy. And then saves Craven to beat him up even more, drags him over to a graveyard, throws a gun in there. And he's like, yeah, here's a gun in case you want to speed up the process. And then buries Craven, the Manhunter, alive. That's how the book fucking ends. Um... This is all leading to the superior Spider-Man. I don't know who's going to be the superior Spider-Man. I don't know if they're going to put Peter down. I don't know if like Doc Ock is going to get transferred back into Peter. I, I Something's telling me that it's going to be Norman Osborn as superior Spider-Man. They're going to like switch places, um, which I do not like at all. I First of all, I didn't like Dr. Octopus as Norman Osborn in Peter Parker's body. If Norman Osborn puts on the Spider-Man outfit and is like wall crawling and acting like a spider, I think that's fucking stupid. Um, but okay, all that being said, like that's just the future. We don't know yet. This is all very, very cool. Evil Peter is kind of badass. I'm digging it. I like where this is going. All right. So uh, I just wanted to give you guys a quick update on what's going on in comic books. Um, I'll be back. I think I'm going to read. Um, I never read the Craven's Last Hunt. That Spider-Man book. I think I'm going to give that a read and I'll tell you guys how that book is. Uh, Till then, yeah, visit your local comic book store. If I'm going to recommend you guys pick up anything, it's those books that I talked about on this podcast right now. And Geiger. Pick up Geiger. Great, great fucking book. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.